What was the eureka moment? Were you uh, walking in a park in London, uh, visiting sites in Cairo? Was it in the shower? How did, where did you come up with the idea of dupe? I said, I need to do this. Great. Thank you, Uri, for that introduction. And a big thanks to France uh, on behalf of myself and Gaurav. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Gaurav, I know I would have loved to have been here. So I'm going to pretend to be both me and him. So you're going to get double energy from me, France. Uh, France, um, you're... Um, Looks like this is like almost a, a hometown event. You're zooming in from Abu Dhabi. I'm based in Dubai. Oh, well, uh, yeah, correct. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm um, sitting in Hub 71, so the tech ecosystem of, uh, of Abu Dhabi. So I call this home. So, uh, but, you know, as Dupe, we, um, we are active uh, in, in Egypt. That's our home market. And, you know, uh, we are also based out of London. So London, Cairo, Abu Dhabi. Franz, tell us a little bit about yourself and about the founding story of Dupe. Um, what was the Eureka moment? Were you uh, walking in a park in London, uh, visiting sites in Cairo? Was it in the shower? <laughs> How did, where did you come up with the idea of Dupe? I said, I need to do this. Yeah, so... I, I've been involved in financial services in, um, I would say, frontier markets since 2002. Um, I was the co-founder of another startup that basically built a national clearinghouse uh, platform in Egypt. So basically all domestic uh, money transfers uh, are, are processed through that platform. And and basically what that platform does is, you know, you have all the banks connected into a system. And if you transfer money from one bank account that sits, let, like, say, at that city, and that has to go to HSBC, it's, it's basically handled through that platform. And we thought that if you would have such a platform in a country like Egypt, then employers could ask their employees just to open uh, a bank account at their preferred bank. And then the company could simply transfer their salary into their bank account, just like, you know, in the country where I'm from, the Netherlands, right? Uh, but we were a bit naive, to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I come from a country where everybody gets a bank account from the day you're born, right? Uh, and I couldn't have, I couldn't imagine that you know, not having a bank account, in particular, if you have a job. But the banks were simply not interested in opening bank accounts for most employees. So this, despite having this fantastic platform, the banks were not interested. And I remember sitting one day with a CEO of one of the largest banks in, in, in Egypt talking about this. And, and he said, look, Franz, I can make the same money that you're making by spending one day myself in a dealing room, dealing room, right? So why should I do this as a bank? I mean, and I mean, the Egyptian banks make so much money uh, on, on, on arbitrage and, and retail banking, you know, that was basically a distraction. So after that, I basically thought, you know, guys, if, if you're not gonna do it, then, you know, let me do it myself. 
so that's when I decided to to start Dupe and I rest, you know, I think the rest is, is a little bit of history already, I guess. So yeah, that's the story. So you started out sort of the mission of the mandate you started out with was almost kind of financial inclusion, spreading, you know, bringing people into the banking sector, filling this gap, which is that there was a lot of unbanked, you know, high percentages of the population are still unbanked. How did you operationalize this? I, you know, you said you had experience in Egypt already, um, but how did you make this work, particularly as someone who, I don't know how much time you'd spent in Egypt, but as you said, you're from the Netherlands, you're Dutch. Um, how did you basically say, I'm going to, you know, get a, most I'm going to build a bank or a fintech solution in this country, but operationalizing it. Walk us through the steps. Yeah, so, so I lived in Egypt for, for almost four years. Um, and that was in the time that we built that uh, clearing platform. So, um, and, and through that, you know, I, I built uh, a lot of connections. I, I understood uh, basically what is, what is happening. And, you know, jointly with uh, a few Egyptian friends, we, we basically started off uh, Dupe. Um, yeah, and we were lucky uh, because, you know, to, to do this, you know, we, we obviously not a bank and, and what you need is you need a banking partner, right? So the, the regulation in Egypt, and that's in most countries in, in the Middle East, doesn't allow a non-financial institution to offer these kind of services, right? So the only way how you can do it is by piggybacking on a license uh, of, a, of a bank. And, you know, that's why we call it kind of virtual banking. So virtual banking means, you know, we are basically using the infrastructure of the bank the licensing of the of, of the bank, and it's a little bit like in what you see in the in the mobile world, right? So, in the mobile world, you have like uh, uh, Tesco, who is a mobile virtual uh, operator, right? So they don't own their own network. Uh, they yeah use I think it's O2 or so as their network, and you know through that they offer that service. So something similar is 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 what we do um yeah we basically pitched it we were lucky that we ended up in an accelerator program the barclays accelerator uh and uh barclays at that time was still active in egypt and yeah they were immediately yeah this is what we have to do right we we have this prom and and the, and, and, and the managing director of barclays at that time he said, yeah, you know, we miss a lot of clients because uh, we have these big corporate customers um, with the staff. And, you know, we don't want to have these employees in, in our books because they don't meet our thresholds. Um, and he saw, well, this is, this is really an added value. So that mm -hmm. is how it basically started, uh, you know, just, just by, by networking and, and knowing people. And yeah. And so it's, Kind of a tell us about a bit about bit about the product. It's a, it's a payroll, a, a partly a payroll solution, and there's obviously a card attached. Walk us through like what the products look like and how those grew one after the other. Yeah, so so our approach is we are a B two B to C fintech company. So let me take a step back. So so basically, what you try to do is you you try to break a cash cycle, right? 
So when you break a cash cycle, uh, when you look at it, you have companies on one side, you have employees or people at the other side. And companies pay salaries to these people and people use that salary to buy goods and services. And you know, that is how the money goes around, right? So if you wanna break that cash cycle, you essentially have two options. You can either break it at the people, and that's where a lot of the wallet schemes sit, or you can break it at the company. And that is what we do. And we do that because there you have the chance to digitize 100% of the salary, right? Whereas if people are still being paid in cash and they have a kind of wallet, they, they need to have a real incentive to put money in that wallet, you know? So, and, and, and yeah, that's, that's, you see that in, in very low balances. So that's what we do. And what we do as a company, we provide a platform to companies, which allows them to instantly open accounts for the employees, literally in seconds. And the next day, these employees get, uh, get a prepaid card. And the company, uh, they can just transfer money to our platform uh, and then 24 seven, 365 days, a year they can pay their employees and you know the payments is are made uh, made in sleep so that's what we do right so it's it's a payroll proposition you go through the company it's b2b2c and then i get a i'm often a, a non-banked client i get a prepaid card so i can then basically get my salary on that card and i can get salary advances as well right because that's been a big thing in many markets recently um so if you could talk yeah. a little bit about like just the range of products, some, um, you know, how the salary advance product works. And also if you could talk a little bit about Egypt, because, uh, you know, that's obviously your home market or the company's home market. Um, why is Egypt, we talked about the underbank, the penetration, but there are a lot of big emerging markets with low banking penetration. Um, what makes Egypt so interesting to build a FinTech and this kind of FinTech? Uh, well, first of all, it's it's a big country, right? It's uh, it's over 100 million uh, people. Um, you know, 2.4 million companies, from small to 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 large. So the size the size of the country is um, is massive. Uh, secondly, I I think you know the the central bank of Egypt has done um, a lot of work during the last years, right? So they have come up with several regulations that you know make makes it possible for fintechs to, uh, to 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 go into the market and and that's why you see now so many fintechs in uh, in Egypt they're really welcoming it so um, and 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 then you know Egypt as as a country it it has a huge a, a very young population very tech savvy. Um, you know, active. I mean, there are more mobile phones uh, out there than uh, than number of people. Um, and you know, the country has has gone obviously through some challenges. You know, revolutions and so on. Um, and I think it's it's one of the few countries in the world that that even grow economically uh, in in the time of COVID, right? And 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 it means so it 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 it's really a market where a lot of things uh, are, are happening. It's politically quite stable. Um, so, you know, the whole country is, is focused on, you know, progressing. Uh, and that makes Egypt 
fantastic. Um, you know, it's, it's in Africa, it's often Nigeria, the second uh, largest uh, population and in, in the Middle East is it's, it's the largest population. Yeah. Talk about the journey in terms of timeline. When did you sort of start? Like, when did you go live? When were you in beta, pilot? When did you go live? And talk also, I'm sure the audience are listening to this live or on replay would love to hear some of the, some of the war stories, like some of the times when you were like, I'm not sure if it's going to work or this is not working, do I carry on? Like, one, There must have been, I assume, moments where you're thinking this is not going to work. And so I'd love to hear some of those kind of challenge stories as well and how you overcame those. Yeah, well, uh, how long do we have? <laughs> uh, I, I, think, I mean, everything I think... doesn't just go in a straight line and it's all beautiful and sunny and happy and... <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it, it happens like that, right? But but I, I don't think in, 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 in these countries, and, and particularly because you know, um, you're you're working in a regulated environment, right? And everything is still new, and you know, um, so I think the biggest challenge that that we had was that we couldn't scale initially. Uh, and why couldn't we scale? Because the way how you know, the whole model was set up was that every time that when we onboarded a company, we basically had to open a bank account for that company in the books of our partner bank. So that, you know, that took three months or more uh, with a lot of paperwork. And, and, and you know, there was a, a huge dropout. So we needed to change that. And, and, and to change that, yeah, you know, we that that took that took us a few years. Why? Because what we wanted is that we uh, we wanted to work basically with with every bank, right? And and that we could create a virtual account, so a virtual business account. So that was not embedded in in the regulations. So you know, we had to convince the central bank of that. Then you know, we had to find. We had to convince the partner bank and find another partner bank and, you know, build the whole model. It, it was a complete pivot. And that took us uh, quite some time. Uh, luckily, we, 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 we came out of this uh, earlier this year. So we got the final approval uh, from the central bank. Um, but man, this took such a long time. Because, <laughs> you know, you, every fintech these days has also to go through a... Um, um, a security process, uh, security clearance process. So, you know, we, we had to go through that as well. Um, so we got the agent banking license. And, you know, after that, we, we succeeded to, to conclude our Series A. Uh, so we, we raised uh, $18 million in, in Series A. Uh, yeah, and now, uh, you know, we are launching our new platform. So we are super excited about that. Uh, and we have a lot of customers already queued up. Um, yeah, but you know, it's you. I would say you you have to be resilient, and you know, uh, particularly I think when you have to be regulated, I would say you have to make sure you have enough money because it mm -hmm. always takes longer than you think it takes, and and you know, you're dealing um, with um, you know institutions that that don't have the pace that you have, you know. They work for big banks or they work for central banks. So, you know, they go home end of the day. They don't have to worry about their salary. 
and you know they go on holiday and whatever but you know as a startup you know you think come on you know i have only so much runway uh you know and that's 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 difficult and 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 i hear a lot of those stories uh, particularly in this region in this region right because it's it is not that easy you know for for instance in 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 europe you know it's very easy to start right so it's 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 much more um the ecosystem is there you don't have to do that yourself you have uh, companies that you can piggyback on uh, that are already there so you know anyone that does this here in the region make sure you have enough money and and you know be lean enough in in the beginning don't scale you know too fast uh, yeah Franz, could you elaborate a little bit more about that comparison of, say, MENA versus Europe doing a startup or, or fintech or whatever? I mean, what, what did you mean by, because dealing with big companies or governments, I thought would be the same everywhere in the world, right? You know, whether you're in the Netherlands or the UK, big banks will take forever to deal with you. And what made it harder here? Is it just the whole startup ecosystem is younger? It's just, it's just happening very recently. Yeah, so so for us, for instance, right? So we issue cards, and and um, that means that you need a bank to sponsor you. Yeah? So bin sponsorship. So mm-hmm. um, um, and that is that is that is new in this region, right? So okay. if you go to Europe or the US, I would say in Europe you have like 20, 25 financial institutions that offer mm-hmm. that as a service. So right. you can shop around and you can start, right? But here, that's 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 not the case. I mean, we we are still uh, in Egypt the only one, you know, that is doing that. There's now a few others that that enter this space, but you know, we we are the only one that is actually live, and and so that also means that for the bank, uh, they also have it's new for the bank. So you know. Um, you, you end up with compliance and you know you have to navigate together uh, the regulations and you know that's not easy right and 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 there's also a question yeah why should we do that right why should we do that are we creating competitors for ourselves mm. yeah, there, there is that 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 kind of uh, mindset whereas in Europe a lot of uh, banks have have already recognized that you know being a banking as a platform uh, you know can can generate additional revenue for those banks mm-hmm. and and in fact you know meanwhile there are some very good reports on that that show that uh, banks that can make uh, of that do this they make a higher return on their investment than banks that don't do that right but the reason here is not that far. There are a few that that are really doing it now, and you know want to go into that. So that's mm-hmm. good. But you know we are, we are we are not at the same uh, yeah level as Europe yet. Right, right, right. So you're beginning to see the emergence of more of a sort of bank as a service proposition or platforms. It's still very early days. Yeah. So there's a few players out there that. That try it here now in the region, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 there are really some banks that say, yeah, you know, this is another way for us making uh, money, right? Mm-hmm. 
So uh, let's let's take Egypt. Uh, you know, 100 million people. So how many people can you really get as as a bank, right? So maybe 10 million, 20 million. But you know, if yeah. you become a platform and you facilitate like I don't know, 20, 50 fintechs that that all you know have services tailored towards uh, specific uh, communities you have a pretty good chance that as a bank you know if if you're the engine behind it you empower these communities you can make a lot of money um but you need a vision and 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 and, and luckily we see that now right but that that took a while mm. uh, and i think in a way dupe as dupe we paved the way for other fintechs so you know it's it, it, particularly in egypt right uh, but i still hear that you know that for instance you know we, we're both sitting in the ue it is extremely difficult right it's it's not like okay i can go just go this is the price list and i i can start going that is yeah. how it should be right uh, but it unfortunately it's not like that yet but it will come it will come it will take time and then the question is always you know what is the right time right are mm. you taking all that pain like we did <laughs> or are you gonna wait Till the moment that it's all there, right? So that's mm. that's the big question. Looking ahead, France, um, say a few years down the road, what, what, how do you see Dupe? What kind of size are we? What kind of reach are we? How many, if you can share any numbers or ballpark numbers, like how many clients do you have now? What was it like early this year? Where do you think you're going to? What's the vision? And by sort of breadth, if you like. Um, how much of a more broad-based financial services player, a virtual bank, will you look like in the future? You obviously came out of a few very specific products, and then I assume you want to go much broader. Yeah, absolutely. So, so first of all, you know, we want to grow, right, sustainably. So, to to address the enormous opportunities uh, you know that Egypt and the MENA region um, uh, you know have to offer so uh, thank god there you know, that, that there is a growing appetite for for fintech solutions among businesses and uh, and individuals uh, so uh, you, you you there are some nice reports uh, around that so for instance uh, Deloitte published a very interesting report um, what are business looking for, right? So for instance, 75% of the businesses in the MENA region are looking for fintech solutions because they look for something that's more easy than they have today. Um, so grow the number. Secondly, you know, we will grow the uh, range of services. So um, you have to think about indeed salary advance, credit, savings, uh, insurance, uh, these products are all part of our roadmap, um, you know, as, as we build uh, um, uh, our user base. Uh, eventually, what we want to try to do is build a digital marketplace, because the thing is that in countries like Egypt, um, the liquidity is, is, is not uh, the problem, right? There is enough liquidity in the market to provide credit. Uh, the, ch the challenge is, is really in the distribution and in the, the repayment. And, and that's you know, where we as Dupe fit in. So you know, we are working with our partner banks that can provide the liquidity. So they have, they have a balance sheet. We, we don't wanna build our own balance sheet. 
because that would also slow us down. So that's that's the second thing uh, we are looking at. Thirdly, you know, obviously um, we are looking at uh, geographical expansion. So with this uh, fundraise, you know, we are gonna grow in in other markets in the region. So you know, we 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 will announce that soon. Uh, which markets that will be? Uh, so it's still uh, still hidden, is it? It's still confidential. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> look. Um, I so, somebody uh, said that you know I I I I don't. Um, how should I use a? Uh, I don't bluff enough for this region, right? But I'm Dutch, so I'm too transparent. So you know, <laughs> uh, I, I say you know we are banking beyond talking. So we we rather prefer to announce it uh, you know when we are there and not announce like yeah yeah you know we are going there. No, we announce things well, 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 well there, because that's the thing also in, in, in the region. You know, when when you, when you start talking, yeah, people come and say they they, they want it, right? So yeah, so yeah, I go a little bit against the nature maybe of the region. <laughs> Franz, um, I know we just touched upon probably at a very surface level your story and your business, but that was a really introdu int interesting introduction to Dope to yourself. Um, Hopefully we can keep this conversation going. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today on our FinTech Founders series. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, it was a pleasure uh, having me. Thank you so much.